Welcome to Wife Material, a podcast about women influencing feminine empowerment. I'm your host, Keisha, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Regina. Regina, why don't you tell them what we're all about? Hey, I'm Regina, and we're bringing you the real, the raw, and the right now conversation about what we think is important to women and your empowerment. Join us every week as we share letters from our listeners, interview other women, and pull from a toolbox of our own life experiences to help inspire you. Now, without further ado, let's get into this wife material. All right, you guys, well, welcome back to another episode of Wife Material. Um, As you may or may not know, we love to hear from you guys. And although this is a new podcast, we've already received some great topics to discuss from our listeners. So thank you for your submissions. And we encourage y'all to contact us with any topics you'd like to hear us to hear our perspective on. So we can continue to bring you that real raw content that you want. So speaking of which, let's get into today's episode. So this topic does come from a question submitted by a listener and it reads as follows. After you have been in a relationship for years, when do or how do you decide if it's time to move on? Meaning as if you are starting to feel as if you will never take that next step or you feel he isn't trying hard enough and you're doing it all. Children are involved in, motion, in emotions, but it's starting to feel as if it's all it will ever be. All right, so if I'm your homegirl and you ask me this question or series of questions, um, I'm going to say to you that there is no answer for when, in my opinion. I am going to say that you will need to look at how do you recognize it's time and only you can really define how you how you recognize that and that'll be based on the status of your relationship so for example are you in a friends with benefits kind of relationship where you just happen to have children together and you want to be official or are you and this person in an actual relationship and your definition of the next level is maybe marriage And whatever the answer to that is, now you have to ask yourself, looking at all the ins and outs of our relationship, are my expectations realistic or am I asking for too much? Have you and this person had a conversation about your expectations and have you agreed that you're not asking for too much or that you're not being unrealistic? If you've agreed to that, then and that you're not asking for too much then are your expectations being met from this person or by this person if you're dancing on the same tune or to the same tune rather we about to get old school so if you're dancing to the same tune and expecting the song to end differently than it did before and there's been no remix to the song or no change then that means that you are the one that's insane The music hasn't changed, the dance hasn't changed, but you expect for the song itself to end differently. It ain't gonna change. So you can also look at it this way. Are the promises 
being thrown around to keep you quiet or hoping to change or hoping that the change is going to come. And if you feel like at this point that you're being strung along, then it's basically time for you to evaluate what life is going to look like without this person, this person at least playing a major role in your life. Um, not you guys have children together. So therefore that person's always going to be in your life in some way, but you have to kind of figure out, you know, can I imagine myself without this person playing such a major role in my life? Do I deserve the expectations that I'm asking him to meet and exceed? Can I meet and exceed my own expectations that I'm asking for? Am I worth that? And if you can answer that and you feel like you're worth those expectations, then now you just have to be brave enough to decide if the answer to that question is, is he's meeting my expectations, I'm just being impatient or whatever the case may be, then you have to be brave enough to stick it out and then not get pissed off at yourself if it ended up being the wrong decision. Or you have to be brave enough to decide to leave. And it's going to hurt, but that's just the decision that you'll have to make. And at the end of the day, whatever decision you make, all in all, it's going to be a good decision for you. And you have to do what's best for you and your children, of course. But at the end of the day, you kind of have to, the only life that you really have any control over is your own. And if you're not fulfilling your own expectations, then the only person you can really be upset with is really yourself. So it's a great question. I think I want to let my girl Regina answer and see what she has to say. So um, I think I was perpetually single. So I've had these scenarios come up where, you know, you're, you're beating your head up against the wall, basically like, what is this? What are we doing? Why am I in this? Why am I doing, how do I, how do I get out or whatever? And I think one, only you can really tell yourself when it's enough. You know, you've, when you've had enough, you've had enough. Like, I don't know if people never get to the enough point, you know, I, I don't have anything to measure that by. People have never gotten to that enough point. But when you get there, you know, it's there's nothing anyone can do to talk you into staying. You know, you're like, OK, so, of course, this is the real raw um, conversation that we have. So, of course, I have being raw and real about the scenario I had to had to happen like you know before I met my husband I was just like in this relationship that was just kind of not really worth being in but you know you're kind of like oh I'm like feeling this way and I like it. this person he's it da, da, da. really he's not because everything he's giving to you is just definitely not it it's everything but it and just to see one day I asked the question what do you see me in your where do you see me in your future? And he said, is that a trick question? Wait, you answered my question with a question? Really? <laughs> is that a trick question at that? Like, what do you mean? I was like, got it. And that's all I needed to hear. Like, I, it didn't matter what he could have said after that, because if you had a plan for me in your future, even if we hadn't talked about it previously, but if somewhere in the back of your mind, you knew we had never talked about 
in detail what the future was going to be. So if I asked you that question, if in your mind you knew that there was some place for me in your future, anything other than, is that a trick question? Maybe would have made me think that you've thought about me in your future. Right. So that was the end. And it was it was great timing because I met my husband like shortly thereafter, only for that person to then be like, wait, you didn't wait. Why did you? I mean, you're in a whole relationship like you just moved on. What was I supposed to do? I mean, how when was I supposed to wait? Because when I asked you about our future, about your future plans for me and where did I fit? There were none. So what was I waiting for and how long was I supposed to wait? Because I didn't know I wouldn't have known how long I was supposed to wait because there was nothing to gauge that by. Right. Right. Since it was a trick question. I was like, oh, okay, got it. But then it was the whole, oh my God, like, I don't, I don't want to lose you. Like, I love you. And it, oh, hmm. now, now that I'm gone. But my girlfriend, who, my best friend, who tells me the real, the raw, for real, all the time, she kept saying, don't answer this call. Stop talking to them. Stop always being so available. You're too available. And I don't want to be available. Like, I don't understand that. Until I was no longer available when I no longer wanted to be available. Then I saw what she was meaning. But that's not my personality. So it didn't work for me because I didn't get it. I didn't want to have to play the game. Yeah. So, but I saw what she was saying for this individual. It would have worked to get the outcome that I thought I wanted. Wouldn't have been what I wanted but I would have gotten what I thought I wanted and would have been stuck with that situation. Like it wouldn't have been the best, but you know, I saw what she was saying at that point. She's like, you're always available. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And I'm like, once I was no longer available because I no longer wanted to be available. Oh my God. I love you. What are we going to, what are you doing? How did you move on? You didn't give me a chance. Really? I didn't give you a chance. So it's just very interesting to see how, you know, enough was enough for me from a question. Yeah. There were no kids involved there. There was, you know, we had nothing, we had nothing together. We, you know, we, there was nothing tying us together or keeping us together. Didn't share a space. We didn't have children, nothing. We don't have the same friends. <laughs> so it wasn't like we still had to be together for some strange reason. So it, it, it worked out for, it worked out for my good, right? Now, of course, I can, can, I can go on, but <laughs> this is a scenario with children. Okay. With children, right? Yeah. My youngest son's dad, we um, were just in... We're just in this hole. It was just, I don't have more kids. I don't know how this happened. I'm not sure who was there. I, I don't remember any of this. Like, how did this even happen? Blah, blah, blah. So for us to be in the space of this stuff thing, we were just in this scenario. Y'all were in and, a situationship. A definite situationship. It was <laughs> definitely a situationship. We should have coined that word that phrase for a relationship. <laughs> it should have been our picture situationship, me and him. So it just got to a place where I needed a break from the kid, you know, and those that know me know my baby cried. Like that was his job on this earth was to cry <laughs> and to annoy me. 
he came out, they told him to cry. He cried and like, got it. That's my job. Okay. And my, it got to a point where I'm like, okay, so if you're going to always be here with him, that doesn't help me because he cries for me. Like, I don't feel like you're helping me at this point. He's crying. And we already are not that great together. So you need to take him with you. And I guess he got tired of taking him all the time. And then it's like, look, if I'm going to take him with me, that's going to leave less time for us to be together. I paused. And I said, okay, I choose you taking him. That was literally the last time we, we, we did not see each other physically, eye to eye, face to face for a complete year. A girlfriend of mine told me to say this prayer. Don't know if the prayer was what caused this all to happen, but I did say it and I was believing it in my heart. She said her aunt, who's an evangelist, told her, if you want someone out of your life, you pray this prayer. And the prayer was, for God, if this man is not for me or per woman, whoever it is, is not for me, I pray that you remove them from my heart, from my life with no hurt, harm, or danger done to either one of us. Because, you know, God gives you what you ask for, right? Right. I did pray that prayer often, right? So at this one moment when that happened, I chose him. To t- I chose my sanity. Take this kid over there. And he said that was good. You know, that leaves us less time for us. And I'm okay. I'm choosing sanity. We literally did not lay eyes on each other for a, an entire year. But I needed that. I needed that time to get past what I was dealing with. I didn't want to be a single mom. I didn't necessarily want the relationship, but I didn't want to be a single mom again. So I didn't yeah. want to be a single mom. It was like. We need to figure this out. Look like you know? it sounds like you were willing to at least settle for the situation ship based off of what you really didn't want was to just do this alone. Exactly. Yeah. And alone in a sense of not having the guy. Yeah. Because I've raised two kids and I've never been alone. You know, I've never had I've never had a need for assistance with my children because my family's dynamics, you know, whatever. But I just wanted the guy. I wanted us to be that family. Right. I wanted a complete unit. And so I just was like, okay, well, I'm going to stick this out. But I was angry because I didn't ask for this. I didn't want this scenario. But that was when that one, that another question, like, what are you choosing? (laughs) Me taking him or... And I had an option. And at that time it was, it was, I choose, I chose me, even though I did not want for us to not be together, but I'm like, I need a break. It was too much dealing with the baby and him, he cried. And it was just a lot. And at some point I had to choose me over the situation. Yeah. I fought tooth and nail. It was a whole bunch of drama. It was just like stuff in between that, we still didn't see each other, no matter how, what the conversations was, no matter what we dealt with. But that year of back and forth, but we never saw each other. When he picked my son up, he picked him up and I was not there. He would pick him up. I mean, it just never worked because my son was with my mom all the time. So I'm like, you can pick him up. He home. I'm not there, you know, whatever. So it just worked out and it was the best thing for me. You guys spoke, though. You communicated. We uh, communicated, yes. But you just never physically saw one another. Never saw each other for an entire year. 
Wow. Wow. And that's what I needed for me to separate mm. myself from that situation. Because you can't, you're still in it if you are dealing with each other on any level. You know, if you're seeing each other, it's still so many emotions. And I just had to get through that time period and move on. Wow. Wow. See? And you know, I love the fact that, of course, I love my husband. Girl, let him tell you he rescued me. <laughs> he I rescued you. Oh, Lord. I was in quite a situation prior to my husband as well, um, where he had trust issues, right? He had trust issues and his trust issues bled into me feeling guilt for, you know, anytime I made him upset, because it's just like, okay, you're upset, but I didn't realize he was crazy. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I'm like, okay, I got to make sure everything is right, because he's upset about something. And you know, whatever it was, it was super petty at the time. Um, but it was like everything that I could do just to make sure that he's assured or reassured that I'm here for you, babe. I'm here for you. I'm in your corner. I got your back. Don't worry about all the rest of that. And anytime that level dropped where he felt like I didn't have his back anymore, then I had to prove, nah, you wrong. I got your back and this is how I'm going to prove it. And so I proved it by, you know, pledging my undying loyalty to him. And letting him know that, hey, um, we don't have to go to church as much because Sunday is for family. So we'll go to church in the morning, but we won't go to church in the afternoon, which but that was my thing. That was what kept me close to my relationship with God and involved in what I was doing spiritually. But I put that off so that he knew that I was there for him and that, you know, he was important to me. Um, But please, ladies, do not sacrifice your sanity or yourself for the sake of trying to make another person happy make yourself happy and be the best person that you can be and be happy with that person and if the other person that's in that relationship is not happy or satisfied with that um, or they don't like it to some degree there that's a that's a personal issue as far as they're concerned that is not your issue but at that time I couldn't see the forest through the trees and all the other cliches you could think of that would, you know, make that make sense to you. But yeah, he probably did rescue me because uh, (laughs) if if it were not for his presence in my life as a friend, who never told me that I needed to leave my ex, he he was never that that guy, he just, it was just his presence that made me realize there's so much better out there for me. And at the time, I didn't realize that James was the, the better person for me. But just viewing and looking at him and how he was just as a man, it's just like, okay, this is what I deserve. I deserve that type of man in my life, not what I have. And so, lo and behold, it was, I'm about to leave the crib. I'm taking my stuff and I'm out. And that was the last of that person. I just picked up and moved out. Awesome. That's how it is. That's how you, it has to work for you. You know, what works for me, what works for Keisha isn't necessarily going to work for you, but it can be something to look at, something to look at and something to evaluate, you know, your situation from, you know, it's like, huh, I'm in that same type of situation or, you know, looking at it like I had two different situations, one with no strings attached and one with a whole lot person. 
Mm-hmm. A whole still have. person. <laughs> a whole human. Who's that never we share. going away. That is the one thing that you both have in common for the rest of your lives. And really now it's up to the kid to decide, you know, what he wants to do and how he wants to deal with his relationship with his parents. Correct. And I have nothing to do with that yeah. at all. I'm I I'm not building a relationship for two people. I have my we own. We need to talk about that next. We need to talk about parents and baby mama, baby daddy drama, baby mama drama mostly in this this notion of keeping your kids from that's 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 a whole nother topic. Yes. I ain't got no kids, but <laughs> I'm the, the spectator on the, on the outside looking in. <laughs> That's always a good, you know. I I spent the some some good time of being the outsider looking in on marriage and relationships, and you know, been told that you know you're not married, so you know what she says doesn't matter. But not being married, but still being a human being a woman, being in relationships, you still have some sort of idea if you've lived, if you've had experiences, blah, 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 whatever. Just from human standpoint, from man, woman standpoint, I think people can always lend to any conversation. Uh, Maybe a man can't lend to a female conversation that's specific to female and vice versa, but I would not shun a conversation from a single woman because I'm married. Like you may have lived through some experiences that I don't know about, or maybe you've been married and you just never told me, you know, it's just like, it's so many things that you never know how God's going to send you a conversation that you needed. Yeah. You know, to give you some information, a mess messages comes to us in all different ways. So when you shut your ears to someone that has a word for you, you never know if that word was from God. Exactly. You don't have to take all the advice, but it doesn't hurt to have the, you know, hear the person out. I like that. Okay. Well, good thing I'm going to listen to this over again so I can go ahead and write that down. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Well, oh my gosh, you guys, that was a, that was a, an awesome topic. I hope the message was received and received in a, a positive way and that it helps anybody who is listening because that's really the focus and goal of this and make you feel a little bit better about what's going on in your life and maybe you can think of things a little bit differently if you hadn't thought of it the same way we did. Right. Being empowered in your situation, being empowered in your thoughts, being empowered in your ability to conquer whatever it is that you're trying to do in that particular situation. So thank you. Thank you, listener, for sending us an awesome topic even before we started to air our podcast. That's awesome. I'm so excited. Thank you. Yes. So you guys send them on through, send them on through so we can chop it up and give you the real raw conversations about wife material. Thanks for joining us this week on wife material to have your letter featured or be a guest on our show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at w.i.f.e material podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. Stay empowered and we'll see you next week.